HE News, episode number 19. Welcome back to Health Empowerment News with Crop Woodruff. This week, chelation therapy and its role on cardiovascular disease. Welcome back to Health Empowerment News with Croft Woodruff. My name is Andrew McGivern, and we're here in our Vancouver studio again. Good morning, Croft. Good morning, Andrew. And today we're going to talk about chelation therapy. And I happen to be sitting right here in the studio next to the former president of the BC Chelation Therapy Association. Yes, once uh, we got a number of physicians established in British Columbia doing chelation therapy, it seems that people who wanted to access it were quite happy and uh, stopped supporting the organization. So uh, I guess you could say we became a sunset organization once we had pretty well achieved uh, a main goal, and that was establishing uh, chelation doctors in British Columbia. And we have about six or seven that are doing it openly. It just seemed people felt, oh, well, we've got it now. We don't have to worry, you know. But I'm, so fortunately for people, they have to realize that, you know, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. And that applies just as much to your right to access alternative therapies that are poo-pooed and d- denied by the medical establishment. And indeed, there is a medical establishment you mentioned uh, that there are six doctors in in British Columbia that yes. are utilizing. Those are medical doctors. Medical doctors. They are licensed medical doctors. They were in practice long before they got into chelation therapy. There's one in Castlegar. Uh, there is one in um, Creston. Um, there is one uh, in White Rock. Uh, in uh, there's in a couple in Vancouver proper. Uh, there's uh, at least. Uh, one on there's was one on Victoria, but uh, she seems to be uh, not adv- not actively uh, promoting it. And there is a doctor in Nanaimo. I think there's still a doctor in Prince George, and that's about the long and the short of it. So those are medical doctors, but yes, can they're nat- all medical doctors. Can naturopaths? Yes, there are some naturopaths that are doing chelation therapy. I'm afraid that as far as the numbers concerned, I don't have a figure. Uh, there's one thing I am concerned about is that there are some uh, naturopaths uh, that are into oxygen therapy, which is all very well, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. But there was one case that I was aware of where a friend of mine became a victim of, uh, of oil pneumonia because the person who was responsible for the quality control of the hyperbaric chamber, it was one of these single chambers, thought that a Canadian tire air pump would do the trick rather than a really good one. So there was oil leaks and the person uh, suffered a serious setback and just uh, can't get over that. Fortunately, my friend is still doing well and uh, alive and well in eastern Canada. If you're dealing with the naturopath, you better really check their credentials and ask around. Uh, Medical doctors, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, when you have a doctor uh, in White Rock that's been doing it for... Got almost 20 years now, and same thing in over in uh, East, West Broadway, you know, and also in uh, Castlegar, and I mentioned Creston, BC, Prince George, and on the island as well. It's a, it's a good record. Mm-hmm. And but the trouble is, is that you know, 
Scientists sometimes are the slowest to change their minds. You've got to show them. But sometimes the results are so startling that they can't believe their eyes and, and what they see, and, uh, and they uh, won't accept it, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate for their patients. I'm just going to cite from the letter to the, uh, or letter from the publisher of the Townsend letter, the May 2010 issue. It's issue number 322. And by the way, this is, a, this is an issue I would recommend everybody get a hold of. And if you're on the net, which I presume you are, if you're uh, listening to this, it's www.townsendletter.com. You can access the, their uh, website and access this issue, I'm sure. The price of subscription is well worth the investment. But anyways, the editor of the Townsend Letter says that chelation therapy continues to be administered for cardiovascular disease in clinics around the United States and internationally. However, treatment is not reimbursed by Medicare or private insurance. Just to interrupt, that's part of the problem. You have to pay out of pocket. And uh, everybody wants something for nothing. And, of course, the uh, trouble is is the, uh, the something that they're getting for nothing doesn't really work. And that, is, of course, is the, the heart bypass therapy. It gives you a, you know, a short-term extension, but uh, sooner or later, they haven't really got at the cause of, of why the plaque is building up, why the arteries are plug- plugging, and, uh, and other factors uh, relative to nutritional deficiencies, such as, uh, well, we'll mention uh, magnesium, for instance, and vitamin C and vitamin E. There was a study just published recently involving women and they found that women who took vitamin E had a, a better uh, cardiovascular health than those who did not. But in any case, uh, we go back to uh, the point that it's a rare circumstance when a controversial therapy is openly practiced in uh, the U.S. without uh, the imprimatur of a medical society that has been sanctioned by the American Medical Association. Some practitioners administering chelation have undergone investigation by their medical boards, However, most state boards maintain a hands-off policy regarding chelation. This has been the case in British Columbia. Of course, uh, in the event of a patient's death or malpractice, uh, physicians using chelation therapy are invariably investigated. Now, the January issue of Forbes magazine, a chelation therapy came under an ad hominem attack. The premise for the article was the complaint of an individual who apparently was promised vague treatment benefits for undertaking chelation therapy. The practitioner, who was not a medical doctor, collected more than $100,000 for treatment over a year. The premise of the Ford's article falls apart immediately. Chelation does not cost this much. It appears that an unlicensed individual claimed to be administering chelation and was grossly overcharging the client. The Forbes article also made assertions that are utterly distorted. Chelation therapy properly administered is not toxic to the liver, the kidneys, and other body tissues. The claim that chelation is a major threat to the kidneys has been understudied for the past 50 years. Patients who have normal kidney function prior to initiating chelation have normal kidney function after the administration of chelation therapy. Yes, patients who have abnormally functioning kidneys or at uh, at risk for worsening their kidney function if they undertake chelation, that would be the reason to assess, or uh, yes, to assess uh, kidney function prior to starting chelation and would prohibit patients with abnormal kidney function from receiving it. Forbes assumes that chelation does not have any benefit and makes the case that all patients are being defrauded. 
the author who's uh, or chose rather not to offer any positive comments about chelation and even included a negative comment from a chelation practitioner. I wonder if it's the same fraud that was charging $100,000 for the treatment. Because actually, you might go for a series of 10 uh, chelation treatments and pay not much more than $1,000 over a period of a year. Depending on how many treatments uh, you have will determine the price, but uh, on average, 75 to maybe $95 a treatment. And you probably would have an average of uh, maybe one treatment a week uh, over a six-week period. And then you might take some time off and have another series of treatments later on. And yes, uh, it's advisable to change your diet because uh, it is well established that the diet that's high in animal protein and animal fats, as well as uh, hydrogenated oils uh, like Crisco, are a threat to your cardiovascular system. Other deficiencies relative to vitamins and minerals, uh, B vitamins, uh, calcium, vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium, and uh, the um, carotenoids, which is provitamin A, all show uh, a greater risk uh, to cardiovascular disease when you have these kinds of deficiencies. Certainly in this issue of the Townsend letter that we're mentioning here, uh, John Parks Trowbridge is a medical doctor. He makes a case for using uh, or treating chelation, uh, or rather cardiovascular disease, using IV or intravenous chelation therapy. Trowbridge reviews the chelation literature carefully and presents the information that goes untold in Forbes and much other critics' writing. And, of course, I happen to have three spare textbooks on chelation therapy. If anybody wants to order a copy, you can have it at the bargain price of $10 because it's worth about three times that amount. And they're actually in mint condition. Interesting. So you could order it through this website, and Andrew, I'm sure, will take care of it all. All right. Before we go any further, what, what exactly is chelation therapy for people who who are hearing about it for the first time? Well, first of, first of all, the, the, the primary uh, uh, compound that they use is ethylene diamine tetraacetic acid, which is uh, EDTA uh, for short. Uh, and uh, that is administered over a three-hour period, um, sometimes short, sometimes a little longer. It depends on the individual's kidney function. And by the way, the doctor will do a series of what they call uh, chelation challenges even before you start uh, a, a, a program of chelation therapy so that they will, uh, over eight hours, collect a urine sample. And this is after the initial chelation challenge to see what, and, and then this goes off to a lab and they, they see what metals you're excreting. Is and that oral? It can be done orally with uh, two other sulfur-containing compounds. If you read the editorial by uh, publisher of the Townsend Letter, you'll, they, they cite it in there. I'm, I'm getting old and my memory's getting short. <laughs> but <laughs> how, the thing how, how is... How exactly does it work? Well, uh, the, what, uh, what happens is uh, initially with the chelation challenge of EDTA circulating through the whole system, and then the other two chelators are or- orally administered. But in any case, over eight hours, the urine sample is connected uh, and you take it to back to the doctor who sends it off to a laboratory and they do an analysis. And the big three happen to be arsenic, mercury, and lead that show up invariably in the urine. And of course, where uh, some conventional doctors say, oh, well, your blood levels of, of these metals are in the normal range. But if you've got serious health problems, then I'd say you're, you're not normal. And so therefore, what is uh, normal for you uh, may be uh, really abnormal considering your, your health uh, situation. 
And that's something they really have to look at. The same thing applies to uh, thyroid. Uh, they say, oh, your thyroid level is normal. But if a person has abnormal problems, uh, then uh, uh, what is normal for them is not necessarily, uh, or for other people who are normal, is not necessarily uh, suitable for a person who has, has uh, serious problems, whether they're physical or mental, I might add. So getting back to chelation therapy, so there's a series of treatments then done, and usually once a week for about anywhere from about an hour and a half to three hours, just depending on your kidney function and, and other factors that the doctor takes into consideration. In addition to that, uh, there may be some B vitamins added to the IV uh, along with the EDTA, uh, some vitamin C, and uh, possibly uh, um, a mineral like magnesium. And the bottom line is that after a series of treatments, uh, there are some physiological changes that take place in the, in the arteries and the blood vessels. And, uh, and what happens is that uh, they, what, they stand to uh, the plaque that is clogging these arteries tends to shrink. They're very, very small amounts. It's hardly noticeable. But what is hardly noticeable can actually be exponential in its effect in terms of uh, a slight increase, no matter how infinitesimal or infinitesimal it may be in the diameter of the artery, you have an exponential increase in the flow of, of blood. It's one of the laws of hydrodynamics, which I think uh, some doctors need to brush up on, including the author of Forbes magazine's uh, hit on chelation therapy. But then uh, there's another thing about Forbes. Who, who's their advertisers? It's all drug companies and others who uh, have an interest in make work projects. Because uh, consider, uh, if you don't need to take Lipitor anymore to keep yourself from having a heart attack, if you don't need to be taking other uh, cardiovascular drugs that do similar things but also put you at risk for uh, uh, deficiency of CoQ10 and, um, and put you at greater risk for heart failure, and these are established facts, uh, then uh, you're out of business as well. And that's the bottom line. Chelation therapy is a threat to the drug industry and uh, to the surgical industry as well. If you don't have to have a bypass, that's wonderful. And uh, I know of many people over the years that I have met in the work that I've been doing trying to establish chelation therapy in British Columbia, people who have been able to bypass the bypass, and, uh, and thanks, all thanks to chelation therapy. And there's other people that just take chelation therapy and they respond with regardless of the dietary changes uh, and or the taking of extra vitamins. But generally, I found that those who made dietary changes and they also uh, took uh, their vitamin supplements, that uh, the, last, the effects of chelation were much more lasting and they didn't have to go back to the doctor as frequently for, for a follow-up, you know, or for, for a re, you know, how do you say, a, a rerun of chelation therapy. Because, uh, you know, uh, the disease process, depending on the circumstances you're living in, uh, is an ongoing thing. And uh, chelation therapy uh, ultimately helps to slow that process down. And, and, of course, if you follow a healthy lifestyle and, and make other changes that are beneficial, exercise, of course, and, uh, and so on, um, then you uh, extend the benefits even longer. So these are the things that you have to consider. Didn't Linus Pauling and Dr. Matthias Rath have a uh, protocol for cardiovascular disease? Yes, they using, did. Using uh, vitamin C and vitamin magnesium, e. selenium, and uh, and, and the uh, vitamin few, A, provitamin A. Mm -hmm. a yeah, few, well, there's uh, the four aces, you know, and nothing like have four aces in a in a in a poker hand, and because you've got to the the provitamin A, 
Uh, you got vitamin C, you got vitamin E, and you've got selenium. And I think proline and lysine, was it? Yeah, these are other factors that also work to the benefit. Uh, there are other antioxidants that I've been noticing more recently, such as curcumin. And, and of course, you have still others, the bioflavonoid family, and that includes other factors that you find in uh, the, the purple coloring matter and red coloring matter in fruit and berries. These have powerful antioxidant activity and are good for such things as age-related dry or even wet macular degeneration. And chelation therapy is a therapy that benefits that as well, I might add. Dr. Matthias Rath, his theory on why the arteries harden in the first place, he says it's a vitamin deficiency of, of, of the vitamins and minerals we just talked about. And the collagen forming enzymes don't form the collagen properly for the arteries and mm -hmm. they become weak. Mm -hmm. And then and your body's natural defense against that weakened artery or blood vessel is to patch it up with cholesterol. Yeah, well, the, and of course, the, the use of uh, hydrogenated oils uh, in uh, food processing has added to that. The trans fats are very damaging to the cardiovascular system. And uh, avoiding these things and, uh, and uh, using uh, whole foods and, uh, and uh, the oils that are rich in the antioxidants, and including your vitamin E and your carotenoids and, and these other factors that are very important. Vitamin C, of course, selenium. And they've done studies. In, in China, they did studies showing that populations that had a higher incidence of cancer had the low levels or no levels of selenium in the soil. Uh, in the case of uh, one Chinese province where the main staple in diet was uh, turnip, they found that the vitamin C content, for some reason or another, had declined in the turnip, and uh, the people were more susceptible to uh, colds and other problems related to low levels of vitamin C. And on analysis of the soil, they found that the soil was lo low in a certain mineral that the uh, turnip is dependent on to produce vitamin C. Because I believe correctly in Chinese cuisine, they use the tops as well as the, the, the turnip root. So uh, that's one thing about Chinese cuisine. Uh, you know, when it comes to the greens, they don't waste anything. And that's where an awful lot of uh, value is in the food. Uh, and in terms of important nutrients and fiber. So getting back to chelation therapy, uh, in, uh, uh, we got it pretty well established in British Columbia. We have chelation doctors uh, in Alberta and Saskatchewan, also uh, in the, the lower 48. Uh, it's, uh, it's growing, and, uh, and because there's a lot of MDs that are fed up with the, uh, and I'll say it, crap that they're being peddled uh, through, the, through the pharmaceutical industry, these toxic drugs that make big promises but actually make the disease even worse and bring on the very thing that they're supposed to prevent, and that is heart failure or heart attack. Lipitor is a classic example. So there are, uh, there are other agents and, and vitamins and nutrients that also have chelating effects. Yeah, vitamin C is a good example, and uh, you, if you are fortunate enough to have a doctor that's into uh, uh, integrative medicine or chelation therapy, you can actually have an IV of vitamin C, an intravenous uh, injection of vitamin C. And uh, I personally witnessed a case uh, where a young man, 18 years old, his mother came to see me, uh, what to do? He's, uh, he's flat on his back with mononucleosis. And, well, I said, these are the things that you can do, but better still, let's see what we can do here. 
picked up the phone and f- phoned a chelation doctor friend of mine, and I said, can, can you do something uh, about this boy with an IV of vitamin C? Send him in. He had uh, four IVs of vitamin C. The first IV, he got out of the, out of the uh, IV chair and felt like a million dollars. But he went back for three more treatments, and over five days, he was totally clear of, uh, of any sign of mononucleosis. And he said he felt like a million bucks. And of course, that's got to be about 12 years ago now, happily married and got a family. And sold on nutrients now, the benefits of vitamins and minerals and chelation therapy. How about alpha-lipoic acid? Uh... I'm sorry, I don't have an immediate answer for you on alpha-lipoic acid. I think you'll find, of course, it is an antioxidant, and mm-hmm. that's about as much as I can say about it, but you'll find this in the armamentarium, you know, and in, in, in other words, armament chest of, uh, of, uh, of a chelation or an integrated uh, physician that's into alternative medicine. So the skeptics say that there's no scientific evidence to support the claims, as we were talking about in the, from the Townsend letter, but there are a number of smaller clinical trials that have been There's done. There's quite a few smaller clinical trials. They've been published in, uh, in, in uh, journals that don't have the range of, say, the American Medical Association and may or may not be sanctioned by the AMA. In fact, aren't sanctioned by the AMA, and that's why you don't see them in the AMA, because the official prejudice of the American Medical Association and, the, and of course, the, the heart and lung and cardiovascular charitable organizations that raise money for research, they're out of business if chelation therapy is accepted. And to continue on promoting the drugs and the bypass therapy, these are make-work projects for people. If these things are ruled obsolete and ineffective, there's an awful lot of people that are going to be out of business. And uh, that's the bottom line. It has everything to do with economics, and it has nothing to do with uh, patient care or consideration. Recently, Chelation therapy has been recommended by some doctors for children with autism. Well, that shouldn't be surprising considering you have uh, in autistic children problems with higher levels of, uh, of mercury, a neurological poison, as well as aluminum, another neurological poison. And, and of course, I would suspect that uh, some of these children, depending on where they're living in the inner cities, may be exposed to lead and uh, other uh, heavy metals that would be problematic. So you think that it's a, it's a viable I think it would have treatment? some benefit effect. As certainly it would, uh, it's worth looking into. Rather than condemn, why not try it? Because it's a harmless therapy. It's totally harmless. And, uh, and uh, chelation therapy done according to the protocol that's laid out by chelation doctors, uh, there is no risk at all, really. It, it is. Uh, I know of no fatality associated with chelation therapy that's been done by a medical doctor who is a chelation, a licensed chelation practitioner and certified by uh, the Chelation Association. So it's truly a treatment without side effects. Just about. And, and of course, uh, kidney function. If your kidneys are not working too well, then they don't give you as much. And I can tell you this, that my late good friend, Dr. Manuel Churaskin, who headed up the department of oral medicine, University of Alabama in Birmingham. And when he came up here uh, on, on several occasions uh, on behalf of the Canadian Health Food Association, and that's the time when I was president, he uh, pointed out that uh, even people who have poor kidney function benefit from chelation therapy because uh, the chelation has an effect of improving kidney function. And so that's something they don't tell you in uh, these hit articles such as uh, Forbes magazine. 
And uh, I wouldn't waste my money on a subscription to Forbes magazine, not unless I'm interested in ripping off uh, uh, people of their finances like we have with some of these big banks and uh, trading companies in the finance world. And, of course, Forbes is right up their alley, so what can you expect? Yeah, and you made a good point about the advertisement. They're supported by... By the pharmaceutical industry and allied industries that will benefit from maintaining the status quo. And, of course, chelation therapy for these organizations is a revolution, an out-and-out revolution. And I've seen many people that were dragging themselves in their 50s. They're still living in their 70s thanks to chelation therapy. And they're vital. And they've got their memory. And they're able to function in society course, they're going to collect their pensions a little longer, and maybe government doesn't like that, but uh, that's just the, the way things fall. To me, a double-blind study means that you've got, you got, say you've got 20 people that have serious cardiovascular disease, and so you're going to cut them in half, so 10 are get, going to get chelation, a therapy that you know already works, and the other 10 are going to get a placebo. Now, if you and, and nobody knows who's doing what to whom. But if you were getting the placebo and you got serious uh, cardiovascular problems, how would you feel when you found out that you're, you're a guinea pig? Uh, I'd rather be a guinea pig for uh, something they know already works and rather than, you know, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. And, uh, and I think that why do, they, why do they need to do a double-blind study? They already know that there are hundreds of thousands of people out there over the years that uh, have never received chelation therapy and they've had a very short lifespan where, again, you can find another 100,000 out there that have had chelation therapy, and they're still alive. Same, same exact disease pattern and symptoms, the whole bit, and yet you have, uh, you have such an astounding result for the ones that have received the chelation therapy and a dismal result for those who didn't. And we also know the track record of cardiovascular uh, bypass surgery. And as far as I'm concerned, bypassing the bypass is the, thing to, the way to go. By the way, how do you do a double-blind study on, uh, on the efficacy of a bypass uh, surgery? It hasn't been done because right away the person who isn't getting the surgery knows right then and there that they're outside the study. They're the placebo unless you can fake an incision, which uh, I should think would be very hard to do mm-hmm. because it takes a little longer to heal up from open-heart surgery than it does to heal a, a cut on the, on the chest. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, Wikipedia article on chelation therapy where the American Heart Association is saying that there's no scientific evidence uh, event to, that demonstrates any benefit from this type of therapy. Well, the same thing could be said about the American Heart Association's position on uh, cardiovascular surgery and the cardiovascular drugs. True, but and then they go on to say that the benefits that do come about from chelation therapy mm-hmm. are probably the placebo effect. And you also, could say the same thing about their drugs as well, except for the bypass surgery, and even that would have a placebo effect for a time. The trouble, trouble with Wikipedia, anybody can get on there and edit. You just sign up, and you can get in there and put in whatever you want, and that has been the hobby of the quack, uh, quack watch group, or so-called quack busters. Yeah, but listen to this. They go on to say that the benefits are probably due to the natural therapists, the naturopaths and the, and the people that are, that, are, that are promoting natural therapies, borrowed the proven conventional medicine idea that a good diet and healthy lifestyle 
Well, from... that's the big joke of that whole item because uh, it is the naturopaths who initiated the health changes in lifestyle, healthy eating, healthy exercise, and the use of supplements. Uh, unfortunately, the medical doctors with six hours of nutrition education in pre-med school uh, we're the latecomers to this deal. So, I mean, that, that item in itself is just laughable because it's the naturopaths and the herbalists uh, who are the pioneers in lifestyle changes, dietary changes, uh, eating healthy, and, and the use of, uh, of vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, one of the foremost promoters in that whole area was your local health food store selling vitamins. And they weren't allowed to make claims, but they could refer people to the scientific journals that talk about the benefits of these vitamins, and people soon taught themselves. And a braver operator of a health food store would maybe tell the the customer a lot more about what these vitamins are known to do. So, no, I'm afraid that these guys are trying to get on. They're they're trying to ride the coattails of the herbalists and the naturopaths and, and the health food store people. This is an absolute joke, you know. And, and of course, uh, that's why, for me, Wikipedia has very little credibility. There's two flights from 9-11 that didn't fly that day, uh, American Airlines and uh, United Airlines, and uh, number 11, and what was the other one, 93? It says that right in Wikipedia. If they didn't fly, then uh, that shows you there's another anomaly which puts the whole thing about 9-11 into question as to, was it an inside job? Mm-hmm. That's Wikipedia for you. Any last thoughts on chelation therapy before we wrap up? Well, all I can say is that I'd like to see a, a, a clinical uh, trial, double-blind placebo-controlled trial for these drugs and bypass uh, surgery. And Because I do know that when they've done that type of trial, particularly with the drugs, uh, when, when they saw that, that the, the drugs weren't working as well as they thought they would, they shut the study down in a big hurry. And claimed that the study was didn't okay. have didn't have any grounds, and it was a big waste of money. Yeah, something like that. You know, I mean, they they have all kinds of excuses as to their failures, but when there are successes with regard to nutritional therapy, uh, chelation therapy, other uh, therapies, be it chiropractic or naturopathy, or uh, even uh, you know uh, the power of positive thinking, they they have nothing but negative things to say about it. Hmm. However, closing on a positive note, chelation therapy is established in, in Europe, as it is in North America, and even in Asian, Asiatic countries, uh, there are chelation doctors who uh, know good science when they see it, and they practice it. All right, so that wraps it up for this week. You can read the show notes of this episode at www.foodsarenotdrugs.com. If you have any questions for, for Croft on a future episode, uh, the numbers are posted on the right-hand side of the page, uh, 604-816-0356. And we also have an American number, area code 415-251-3625. Give us a call, leave a, a voicemail, and we'll get you into the next show. There's one more comment I'd like to make for our American listeners. Tom, uh, what is his name? John McCain, senator from Arizona. It just had a bill introduced into the Senate, uh, which pretty well attacks vitamin and mineral, in other words, food supplements, dietary supplements. Uh, he's no friend of the people. And, uh, and now that he's uh, been caught up on drill, baby, drill, we know what, he's, uh, what he really thinks about uh, the ecology of this earth, uh, and in 
particularly with relative to the Gulf oil spill. Uh, this man should be kicked out of office. and In fact, he should be impeached even before he's kicked out of office. He's no friend of the people. He's nothing but an opportunist. Well, Ron Paul's Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act has been protecting natural supplements south of the border for a number of years now. Yeah, but McCain and, uh, and his crew... And that includes the Sarah Palin. If she'd been taking vitamins, she wouldn't have given birth to a Down syndrome child, let me tell you. Because at the age that she gave birth to that Down's child, it was a time when, uh, at, at that age, in their 40s, when uh, they need the vitamins for procreation and, uh, and for a healthy uh, birth and term. She didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, she'll probably say that she did now because the woman is an idiot and a liar. <laughs> All right. So on that note, we'll close and... Uh We'll have another episode on uh, Senator McCain's bill, probably with John John Hamill. He wants to come on the show and, and talk about that. That'll be great. All right, so we'll see you next week. Have a, see have a good one. 